What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit using your own money and on-time payments with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Derek, we are crushing, and we are ready for episode uh, numero dos today. Mm-hmm. After multiple Wednesday Whisker reviews, one weekly episode, we are now on to episode two of our weekly episode recordings. So thank you all for coming back. We appreciate that. We started recording at 5 o'clock. It is currently 7. Good. So... <laughs> We are going to start with a useless fact, and then we are going to dive into all. We'll talk about our sponsors. Things first, sponsors. No, I got a plan, oh, bro. Yeah, you got a useless fact first. Yeah. All right. In 2020, okay, the Vatican censored a video of current Pope Francis saying that Scotch whiskey is the real holy water. Oh hell yeah! Isn't that amazing, let's go, dude. dude? This pope is pope, not religious. <laughs> He's not Catholic. I love this dude. I know this actually went maybe go back to church. <laughs> He's the current pope. Yeah. How long He's has he savage. been in for, dude? He's got like a G wagon that he drives around. It's like fully bulletproof. How long has he been in for? Um, a couple of years. We got some fruit flies in here. We have fruit flies, but how long is the pope in uh, in his seat for? Until he dies. I have no idea. How long? I know nothing about church. Church and church things. How long is the Pope in power? Traditionally, the Pope is in office for life, though that's not always the case. Most recently, Pope Benedict XVI, who resigned from the Holy in 2013, the average papal tenure is seven years, with the longest held by St. Peter... A.D. 30 to 64. We're not going to get into A.D. and B.C. conversation all over again. He was a pope for 34 years, bro. Who are the sponsors for today's episode, Derek? We have Eddie's Fine Wine and Spirits. Eddie's is basically a sponsor of the entire podcast, not just today's episode, but they are good friends of the show. They provide us with some alcohol to review, and for that, we are forever grateful. You can download their app at the Eddie's Fine Wine and Spirits app on the Apple App Store or the Google Playground Play Store. And you can download that, check out whatever they have. We reviewed today uh, Clyde Mays Rye Whiskey, Clyde Mays um, Special Reserve, and also E.H. Taylor Small Batch. So if you want any of those options, download their app in either of those app stores, and you can check to see if they have them in stock. Also, Queen City Creative Works, they are basically an Etsy shop on steroids. They can make anything that you want, 
at any moment, they are very talented. Anything from wood designs to t-shirt designs to anything carved, they basically can do anything that you want. Just go to their website, queencitycreativeworks.com. You can submit a request. We also have Buffalo Happy Hour merch there. We have a bottle opener, which is over on Mike's side. We have a water bottle over there as well. And finally, a coaster set that you can purchase over at queencitycreativeworks.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour, I believe. So those are our sponsors for today. So enjoy. The Pope is just making videos uncensored, bro. Going That's all sick. out. That's hilarious. So his the video uncensored was what again? He he came out and said the the actual holy water is scotch, and they're just like, so bro, they we, it. yeah, they're like, we can't like, bro, like we can't put that out there. And he's just like, what? And they're like, you're the Pope. Like <laughs> you can't just deem scotch as actual holy water. Like, it's a good joke, but we can't actually yeah. put that out, so they censored it. Where does the Pope live? V- the Vatican. Well, where is he from? Um, good question. I don't know where the current Pope is from. Let me... Is he Scotch? Oh, my God. I don't think so. Is he Scottish? That'd be sick. Where is the current Pope... The Vatican is, is its own place, right? From... That's not a country? Yeah, I mean... No, it's within Rome. He's from Argentina, by the way. City-states surrounded by Rome. Vatican, Rome. It's a country in Europe. Vat- uh, Vatican City is a country in Europe, so it is its own city. Yeah, owned by the church. That's how much money they have. I do declare this is my <laughs> land. What a dumpster fire. So he's like, scotch is the real deal. He loves scotch. Yeah, good for him. I love him. I might just go back to church. Oh, my God. No <laughs> Anybody got holy water? And I just pull out a bottle of scotch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, Glenn Livet. Mm-hmm. On top pulp. That's crazy. So he's from Argentina. Well, they don't really make any good whiskey there. Argentina? I thought, yeah, I thought you were going to say France just or something. Just tequila, then, like, probably. Brand is probably the state Goodness whiskey. Gracious. It's disgusting. All right, so what do we hammer in this episode? Today, today's going to be about bills, I think. Because what about it? There, We're there, fine. <clears throat> there's enough to talk. There's enough podcasts out there for the bills, but you and I haven't talked about the bills. Yeah, get rid of Edmonds and let Dodson play. He led the <laughs> he led the game. Eleven tackles for. Well, let, let's go back. When was the last time we recorded a weekly episode? Derek, was it before Derek, the Miami game? Derek, they. I don't know if you were home. They had a full segment on Milano for under-the-radar players. Do they? Oh, my goodness. It was just great watching his highlights. Well, it's crazy how under-the-radar a majority or, like, all of our players are. There's no reason. Everyone knows. Outside of Allen and Diggs. Everyone knows, dude. Everyone knows how good Milano is. Stop the nonsense. I don't think they do. Stop the nonsense. We've paid that man, and we need to keep paying that man. Well, no, I'm saying, like, if you go to Tampa, if you're in Tampa Bay – and you say you're talking with a Bucks fan, and you say Matt Milano. What are the chances that they actually know who Matt Milano is? I'm going to call somebody in South Carolina right now, live on air, and I'm going to see if he knows about him. Is he a big football fan? Yeah, he is a massive Titans fan. I'm going to see what he says. He might know because of you. Uh, I'm interested to hear. This. I I don't even think he'll pick up. Honestly, he's got two kids. Because he knows he's on air. Yo. You are currently live on the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast. It's not a problem. <laughs> I got I got a question for you. 
Okay, I have a question for you because you are a out-of-state Western New York football fan that not necessarily devotes his life to the Buffalo Bills, but to the Tennessee Titans because of where you are. What are your thoughts and feelings on Matt Milano? Matt Milano? Yeah. I don't even know who Matt Milano is. That's exactly my point. So Matt Milano is our linebacker who plays alongside Tremaine Edmonds. Okay, yeah, I knew the name sounded familiar when you asked, but I couldn't have told you he played for the Bills. But, yeah, so that's my point. I don't know if he can hear me or not, but that that is exactly my point because Matt Milano, we were just talking about how underrated all the Bills players are and that nobody knows who any of them are. And Matt Milano is a star linebacker that nobody knows who he is. Right. Now, let me butt in there because it's the same thing with the Titans. Like, Buffalo, as good as they are right now, and I think – I mean, I watch a lot of football. I watch a ton of NFL football. I think they're the best team in the league, and they definitely proved that yesterday. I know Pittsburgh's obviously not the Steelers we're used to seeing. But despite them being the best team in the league, they're getting more coverage. You know, they're getting more primetime games. It's still a small market in the end of the day. And the media is still going to cover the Cowboys. You know, they're still going to cover wherever Tom Brady is and those teams. And it's just a market thing, in my opinion. Interesting take there. I love that. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for answering. We, we that, that was awesome. Think about it. I'll, I'll end on this. If, if I'm live or whatever, I'll have to listen to this. This is hilarious. <laughs> Most your casual fans, like, all right, tell me who plays for the Bills. They're going to be like, uh, Josh Allen, um, Stephon Diggs. Um, then they're going to have to think really hard about Gabriel Davis and um, the other receiver, Isaiah, was it McKenzie? Yeah. Um, and then they're going to go to defense, and they're going to name Edmonds, and they're going to be like, uh, Von Miller. And that's probably it, honestly. I mean, I can name In, a few more. I'm, yeah, I mean, you can name a few more because you actually follow football well because we also have the safeties, which are starting to get a lot more coverage, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, between Poyer and Hyde. Yep. Okay. So for us here in Buffalo, we are unbelievably obsessed with Matt Milano. And when his most recent contract signing was up, most people were like, oh, just let him go. He's not that big of a deal. And a lot of the people that watch every single week realized how much he does help <clears throat> Tremaine Edmonds and how many like significant plays he makes right. every week. Yeah, so Edmonds right now is like in the Buffalo market. We value the true football fans value Milano significantly more than Edmonds. But for some reason, because Edmonds is younger and he's like, quote, a freak athlete, he gets all the praise. So that's why it's fascinating to hear you say, no idea who Matt Milano is, but you you right. have heard the name Tremaine Edmonds because that just solidifies our point where, for some reason, he's getting all the coverage. Matt Milano is so underrated, it's disgusting. Right. That's awesome. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll call you after the episode, Maybe, uh... brother. There needs, to be a, there needs to be a segment of just talking ball once a week, you know. Um, oh, I'm hell happy yeah. To be featured. Absolutely. Love it. To let out all my pain and frustration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Taylor Wan is down. We hate our life, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. You still got Mike Vrabel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, brother. I'll call you soon. All right, man. Bye. All right, bye. Yeah, so that, that kind of solidified our point, man. Like, Buffalo is such an underrated team still for some godforsaken reason. Everybody knows Josh Allen now, obviously. Yeah. Everybody knows Stephon Diggs. Everybody knows Von Miller. But that's because Steph Diggs and Von Miller weren't even from Buffalo. People don't even really know them from Buffalo. Most people understand Brandon Beans 
role in all this before they know the actual players behind the line. Right. I mean, it's it's kind of fascinating how much publicity Brandon Bean gets before Matt Milano. Yeah. And without Brandon Bean, we wouldn't have been able to afford Matt Milano. Right. To be fair, though, to be fair, we've had horrendous GMs before Brandon Bean making awful contracts mm-hmm. that put us in a corner with and it, it essentially prohibited our ability to sign those guys that we actually need. Like Matt Milano probably took a hometown discount. Josh Allen took a hometown discount. Diggs took a hometown discount. And the only people that we haven't yet is Poyer, Edmonds, and I mean, who else can you name that and Gabe Davis? Are those are the three big ticket items that they haven't taken hometown discounts yet. At Oliver. Yeah, to a degree. I mean, he's he's playing for a contract year. I don't think that it's the same conversation, though. I would put him tier two compared to the other three 100%. about like how much they're actually worth. Um, like you, you I mean, pick- D tackles are almost almost mm-hmm. a dime a dozen. Yeah, but you you put this year Bean sitting down to have that tough conversation. Who do we sign, Poyer or at Oliver? That's an easy Poyer decision. Poyer. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm a, I'm an Ed Oliver fan. Yeah, we can't lose Poyer. We can't. Yeah. So, dude, he has four interceptions and in four in three I mean, games. Dude, he's disgusting. He's uh, he's disgusting. disgusting yeah. yeah, and he's he's a massive glue for our defense. But even him, he's so underrated still. The Buffalo Bills defense is arguably has been one of the top five defenses the past four years. Nobody can name anyone on our defense except for Von Miller and Tremaine Edmonds. It's astonishing to me. No one knows who Taron Johnson is, who is arguably the best nickel cornerback in the entire league. Yeah. No one can name him. Yeah. It's shocking to me how yeah. underrated we are for some unknown, re- well, small market, like he was saying. Correct. And I'm also curious to see now, too, like – Dude, our contra or our our uh, our schedule's easy after this coming week. Yeah, which it's a four twenty Sunday game, by the way. Yeah, we have Green Bay after that, but Green I'm, Bay just lost. I'm not. To the wor- I'm not worried about Green yeah. Bay. I'm not. I'm worried about Kansas City. Av always will be. I'm not worried about Green Bay, I'm, and then the other people we play. I'm not worried about. Pull up their schedule. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's nothing terrifying. Yeah. Who do we have? I'm trying to find that Corona still making me all over the place. Yeah, Corona's gross. All right, so we have Kansas City, then we have a bye week, then we have Green Bay, New York Jets, Minnesota, Cleveland, Detroit, New England, Jets, Miami, Chicago, Cincinnati, who could be potentially challenging, and New England. So you look at the next from week eight until week 18. The real challenge here for our team. Is Minnesota potentially with Justin Jefferson going off and Cincinnati? That's really it. Other than that, who are you scared of? Amon Ross, St. Brown destroying you yeah. from Detroit. And the only reason I'm worried about um, the Bengals is because of their wide receiver core because yeah. it's unbelievable. Well, and, that and we don't have Hyde and mm-hmm. we don't still know when Tremaine, or Trey's going to be back. Yeah, dude, what's up? I mean, we got, what was this? This was week five? Well, the rules are if you activate them, you have It's the 20, first four. You, what? The rules are the first four games if you're on that list. Yeah, but then if you activate him, if you bring him back and you activate him, or you bring him back, you have 21 days to put him in your starting lineup, or else he goes for another four weeks. 
So that's why you have to be really careful of the window when you reactivate them. Mm. So if we reactivated him here, but he's still not ready to go by Green Bay, then he goes for another four weeks. So that that's that's the battle that you have to weigh right now. So, is it, there an idea or rumor of when he's coming back or no? No, they're speculating this week because he should be fine. But I mean, remember he tore his ACL in Thanksgiving of last year, so it hasn't even been a year yet. And ACL tears take about a year. Unless you're AP. Yeah, unless you're AP and you're just like, I hate my kid. I'm going to beat him, but I'll be bad. <laughs> so. <laughs> Dude, and then he was MVP of the league. I know, right? Coming off of it after like six months. He's a freak. Did you notice, though, yesterday how crazy. Like, yesterday we played the Pittsburgh Steelers. Baltimore Ravens game, first of all, that was close. It was way too close for comfort. We sneaked out that win, which was huge for our confidence that we can win close games. It yeah. was absolutely huge. Yeah. Last yesterday though, the Steelers game, it was insane how like positive everybody talked about the Bills. No one ever talks about the Bills in that light. I feel like we're never any focus of conversation outside of Allen's a freak, let's move on. Everybody. They were even talking about how Shakir could be a great, amazing wide receiver. It, could be. it was insane. What what do we do with him once McKenzie's back? Dude, he's a slot receiver. I'm sorry. We use McKenzie for special teams and then for sweeps, like jet sweeps. He's not the slot receiver. Shakir is the slot receiver guy. He is. He runs a better route tree. And I... I he's listen, got that useful energy. He does. But I understand. I get it. McKenzie against the Patriots. I get it. I watch the game. I love the game. I watch the tape, etc. Shakir is a little bit different, and the reason being is he's taller. Yeah. Dude, did you see him go up and battle that 3 yeah, for one Yeah, dude, catch? absolutely. It was insane. McKenzie yeah. isn't doing that. I love no. McKenzie, but McKenzie's not doing that. To be fair, though, to defend McKenzie, he doesn't need to do that because he gets a separation right. off the jump. But it was a different coverage. It was a different play, et cetera. I think Shakir is the answer long-term over McKenzie. Mm-hmm. I just do. Yeah. I mean – Honestly, when we had Beasley, McKenzie wasn't the answer because we had Beasley. Right. Now that we have Shakir, I don't think McKenzie's the answer because we have Shakir. It's the same thing. What did you think about uh, Cook's play yesterday? I was so happy he was in. We yeah. need to just, just throw him in the game. Just throw him in the game. Let him build his confidence back. The fact that he got the touchdown was huge. I actually texted Nate about it, Nate Geary, and I was like, hey, man, like, that's big. And he goes, bigger than most people realize. Yeah. I was like, 100%. Like, he needed that boost. Yeah, well, when Throw you come in, in and the first player of your entire career is a fumble, I you know. need that confidence yeah. boost. And I, I get the the Bill Belichick 20-year will punish somebody if they fumble. What, like, dude, they're a professional athlete. They get it. Like, they don't have to run a lap. They don't have to sit out for a couple series. Like, they understand. If anything, it's the adverse. They need to go back in the game to build their confidence up mm-hmm. faster so they can move on from that, and then they can keep working on their short memory. If you sit them, they're not going to be able to sit. Right. They're all they're thinking about is their previous play and why they're sitting. That doesn't help them. Do you so think I'm that glad. that's a that it's a lock now that Moss is gone? With how little mm. Moss has been playing the past couple, well, of weeks? you got to remember, and I still own this. I said within the first four weeks of the season, it'll be obvious that Stephen Cook is the number two running back for Diggs? the Buffalo Bills. Or who'd you say, Cook? Oh, I, th- I thought he said Steph and Cook. Stephen Cook. What's his first name? James. Sorry, James Cook. I was I I said it going into the year. This is like initial stages of yeah. training camp. I was like, Cook is going to be the number two back for the Buffalo Bills by week four. I still don't think I'm wrong going yeah. into week five. I don't. And 
he's just a different dynamic. He looks like a wide receiver. He can play out there. He can run the slot routes. He has a, a way better route tree than Moss. And he's, I don't know, man. Like, Moss had a good, he broke it out to the left, and then he fell. Yeah. Like, if he maintained his feet, he would have gained an extra 10, 12 yards. And I was like, bro, like, that's that's the difference. Those small things are the difference. The thing that bothers me, though, yesterday <clears throat> is that when we went up, we still didn't run. To me, it's so shocking that you have an insanely dynamic offense with arguably one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. A very, very, very unpredictable quarterback that can throw on you for a 426 yards or whatever it was, and then also run 200 yards. But you can't get the running game going. We don't there, have the offensive line. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Absolutely zero reason why Allen should have thrown for 426 because yards. We it was don't, so much fun. I'm sorry, but we don't have the line. We just don't. We have a pass-blocking line. We don't have a run-blocking line. We just don't. Well, I think that that's on McDermott or Kramer or Cromer or whatever to get. We need a running game. There's no way going into Kansas City next week, Kansas City has developed a run game. Mahomes doesn't need to do much anymore. Mm-hmm. He's a great quarterback. Oh, I get it. I get it. But and there's, I agree. It's just that's the state of the Bills. I mean, we just don't, and we can't. Nice job. Thanks, dude. It's just one of those things. Like we just can't. It's the same thing as the Bengals. They've revamped their offensive line, and they're worse than last year after a revamp. Like it's just one of those things where you can have the dudes there, but at the at the end of the day, if they don't jive, if they don't work out, and they can't figure it out. It's not going to work. Like that's why it's such an a uh, an anomaly to have a running and passing offensive line with the same guys. Like it's so rare. That's what separates an offensive line from an offensive line. But I feel like that's the same thing of getting all season tires versus summer and winter tires. A hundred percent it is. But the best offensive lines can do both. Look at any Super Bowl winning team. They had both. Like, right now, we don't have it. Our running game is an RPO. Our running game is an Allen-designed run. Right. Like, we just – and I think a lot of it is because of how dynamic our offense is, is because we have so many different playmakers across the board that that's just what we have to rely on, and we're not we're not the, you know, the stereotypical historical Steelers with a running game. We're not those teams where it's like, oh, we have Leonard Fournette. We'll just run the ball. We're not the Tennessee Titans. We'll just run the ball. We have such an open, widespread offense that the defense can't pick and choose between run and pass because they're like, dude, Allen can run it. Singletary can run it. Cook can run it. Cook can catch a pass. Moss can catch a pass out of the backfield. Then we have Gabe Davis, Shakir. Now we have McKenzie back. Now we have Diggs, who's obviously never going to be coverable. Like we have so, and we got tight ends coming out of nowhere with Morris and Knox. Like it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and we got Gilliam. The goddamn fullback can run a real route and catch a pass 15, 20 yards downfield, make the first guy miss, and get some yak. Like, 
But for, you would, you from would... a defensive standpoint, how do you attack the Bills where it's like, oh, we'll just hand it off? It's like, dude, the Buffalo Bills fans want a running game, but from an opposing defense – it's just it's not it's impossible to keep up with. Our offense is so power heavy with so many different playmakers, you can't coach it. Like you can't defend it. Which is good, but then that doesn't still explain the fact why our run game is so unsuccessful. It, like if the defense is there not knowing what's going to happen, analytically we, the run game should be successful. We haven't had a good running game since Eric Wood at center and Incognito at guard yeah. who pulled. We just haven't yeah, had we it. We don't really have any poles, I guess. Correct. Yeah, yeah. We, we just don't have it. The interior the, the alignment, the Morris, center. So he's going to trip and die. Correct. Well, or sneezing at a concussion. Yeah. The, the center and the two guards aren't there to generate what we need, and we don't get enough push. We just don't. So what we have to do is we have to utilize, like, hey, man, Gabe Davis is going to burn you. Diggs is going to burn you. Shakira is going to burn you. Gilliam is going to show up out of nowhere. Our running backs can catch a ball, and we have Allen. Pick and choose what you want to do. How do you want to do that? And Allen is at the point now because he's been in the same offense for so long, and Dorsey was working with Dable that it actually helped Allen. He can just stand there and just be like, I know I got four outlets, and if all things fails, if if Dawkins get his, you know, if his jock scrap just gets exploded on this play, I can just tuck it. Because I know, based off of the coverage that I'm looking at with the with the players that I have, I can pick up six. I need four for a first down. Who cares? I'll just slide. Like, that is where Allen's at now where he can – I mean, dude, it's disgusting with the amount of options he has. The only thing – and this is across the NFL, obviously, is injuries. The only thing that holds any team back is injuries. But that's it. I mean, you have yeah. you have an offensive line capable enough to block long enough for Allen to go through his progressions, unlike the Rams, right? Where it's like Bradford's just trying to survive. Stafford, yeah, or Stafford. I mean, he's just getting destroyed. Yeah. Well, he's getting sacked the most in the NFL right now, more than Joe Burrow. Dude, it's disgusting. The problem is, is that when you have a game where Allen is maybe off a little bit, like he's everybody has those days. You're just sure. not feeling 100. Mm-hmm. percent You kind of saw that, and you've been seeing that a lot in the first half of this year. It was funny. I was listening to WGR in this morning, and a caller called in, and he said that the Bills got lucky yesterday, and Sal ripped him a new one. He's like, "How do you get lucky when you win 38 to three? And he was just going nuts on him. And then every caller after that was like, yeah, I like this thing. And this last car was an idiot. And it was like yeah. everyone is piling on. But I also understood where that dude came from. Because if you looked at the the first, we didn't score until like the last five minutes of the half. And we scored twice. Well, no, that's not true. We scored on the first drive. We scored on the first drive. And then we got a field goal. But then it was like 10 to 3 until like the last five minutes of the drive. And then we got two back-to-back touchdown runs before the half. That's what ended up happening. The first, well, yeah, right. But like, if you if you pick, so Fitzpatrick wasn't in his all last game at all. Minka Fitzpatrick played a terrible game. You have that one amazing play to uh, to Gabe Davis, but the first three plays we were throwing that play on a third and ten. The first two plays sucked. Yeah. After that, we get a feel, we get a uh, recovery from the kickoff. We don't make anything of that because it was a blocked kick, and we had terrible passing. Allen was off the entire first half, really, except for that first play and like the last seven minutes of the game. If he's not, on, I don't, I don't know if it's Allen or if it's just the general play's execution. <clears throat> that's, right, but that's my hiccup. Sure, but you don't have a run game to fall on. 
And that's the thing is that mm-hmm. you have zero way to get time off the clock. If we played that way, we did it against the Steelers against Kansas City. It's not going to be ten three going into the final seven minutes of that half. It's going to be no, I get it. It's going to be ten to twenty four because the, the Chiefs are going to just put up points on us. Maybe. Maybe we don't know that yet. Sure, maybe. that's that's why this week is so key. It, it is going to be key, and that yeah. this this week is going to determine really who gets first round by mm-hmm. and who gets a home field advantage mm-hmm. because th- we're clearly the two powerhouses. But it still bothers Dude, it's, me. It's WGR talked about this today. Hashtag no shoutouts or no free shoutouts. It's obnoxious watching the Chiefs, then the Bills, and then anybody else in the NFL. It's can we, obnoxious. Can we talk about Denver? How bad they are? Horrendous. What do you think the problem is? Do you think it's coaching? Do you think it's Russ Wilson? I think, think it's, it's a both? mixture of both. Yeah. I think it's a mixture of both. I mean, if you look at the last drive to score the touchdown, Russell's not even looking in the right direction. Hamler was slot wide from, open. Correct. His slot from the right was wide open. Like, dude, throw the ball. And he got pissed after. He threw his helmet down. He oh, was yeah. Pissed. I mean, it's not – you can't – I agree with Kyle Brandt on – NFL Network for Good Morning Football. You can't pay somebody two hundred plus million dollars that you have no affiliation to, no love for, no respect for. You didn't draft this man. He came in from another team. You pay him an obnoxious amount of money. He's fake. He's fake. Yeah. He's kind of a poser when it comes to like let's ride and like all the nonsense. Like he forgets where his car is in his driveway, which is a Rolls Royce, by the way, to get into to like drive to the facility. Like it's it's all nonsense. Him and Sierra act like they're you know Kanye and Beyonce. Unlimited. It's like right, hey, bro. Yeah, relax. like there's there's that whole element, and you can't. Here's the thing in the NFL, people know what you make. Like you make two hundred and forty plus million dollars a year, cool. Are you a good locker room guy? Kind of. How do you play? Pretty terrible. What's our record? Pretty terrible. Head coach on the hot seat. Mixture of both. Hundred percent. Do you think Hackett's gone soon or no? I do. Yeah, I don't. Rule was just fired today. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they just got rid of him. I mean, I don't foresee this guy lasting more than a year and a half. Period with the Broncos, and that's stretching it. And I don't think, but that's not the, his call though to bring Russ in. And it's clear. It, I it's a play that, execution, but, the, but, but it's also problem, Russ. Too. What the problem is was the expectations going into the year, and now the letdown. It's going to unravel quick. The fan base is going to say he's not the answer. He's just not. Unfortunately, and we paid him so much money, yeah. we can't afford any help. Unfortunately for Hackett, though, he's going to be the scapegoat. Because I don't think it's the his head issue. Coach? Yeah. I think it's a mixture of both, well, personally. Yeah, but it's clearly an expectation set up by the front office. It's the, it's the front office paying Russ, and it's an execution of Russ in a bunch of different areas. I think that if you put a different expectation in it, and let, let's say Hackett was brought in to still – coach drew lock i don't think he would necessarily be on the hot seat i think they would be looking for a quarterback change or something like that it's the fact that they coupled the expectation with russ wilson getting paid as much as he is and the shoddy coaching that's now getting him on the hot seat that i think that the coaching or the ownership is going to be looking for that scapegoat to get rid of to be like listen it's not russ it's everybody else we paid russ a lot of money it's not russ it's everybody else yeah i feel bad for him yeah i mean there's it's it's going to come to a breaking point, yeah. which is going to be tough for the Bronco fan base. But you think, like, look at that division. You have the Ve- you have Vegas, you have Russ, uh, Denver Broncos, you have the Chargers, and you have the Chiefs. 
out of the Chiefs, we thought that that was going to be an insanely crazy division. Who are you scared of in that division? No one. Isn't that wild? Yeah. The the scariest division right now is the Giants, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Commanders. Are you kidding me? And the and the Cowboys are playing really good football without Dak Prescott. <laughs> Which that's the other thing. Like when he comes back, what do they do? Ownership already said it's great that we have a backup that can do this for us. But Dak's our starting guy, and I'm like, that is such a mistake. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but it's crazy that that is the division right now that now you're talking about of being. This insane division. Mm-hmm. They have two losses out of the entire those three teams. Two total losses. How do you do that? <sighs> Eagles are five and one. Cowboys are four and one. And no, the no, no. Giants Eagles are, are undefeated, aren't they? Five and zero. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cowboys are four and one, and the Giants are four and one. They beat Green Bay across the pond, mate. How do you do that? I mean, blocking a couple passes and playing good football. And the the Green Bay Packers have absolutely no wide receivers right now. Low key, very happy for Dable. He Me was, too. He was, obviously, he was a terrible offensive uh, coach or coordinator. No, we. Uh, oh my God! Ter- relax. Ken Dorsey is billions and billions <laughs> of miles ahead of, Ken, of Brian Dable, but I'm happy because D- Dable is a great coach. He, he's a great locker room presence, and I think that he's really helping this team out. And I'm very happy to see him play well, or have his team play well. Mm-hmm. Dude, you got Danny Dimes. You got Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley. You're literally running the field. Who's their number one wide receiver? I'm so happy. Who's their number one wide receiver? It doesn't matter. Games. It exactly. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Saquon Kenny finally Galladay's playing dead. well. I'm so happy for yeah. him. Kenny Galladay's dead. Yeah. He, he doesn't exist anymore. He yeah. basically cleaned out his locker. Kadarius Tony's injured. Wandale Robinson's injured. Sterling Shepard's injured. Who's their number one wide receiver? Don't need it. I can't even name him. And they're talking about OBJ coming to the Bills off topic. That's been insane for a while, though. I still don't see that happening. uh... (laughs) All right, so realistically, you put that, if you're McDermott and Bean, and you're analyzing that, how, what money would you bring him in? It's not necessarily a would you, because obviously you get generational talent like OBJ. Just over league minimum. Okay. You don't need anything crazy. Yeah. We also don't have that much money. But do you think Bean, do you think OBJ would sign for league minimum? Yeah, dude. He signed for Bitcoin and lost money. He'll sign for league minimum real money. Stop. Yeah. God, yeah. Especially because of the track we're on. Of course he would. And Von Miller's here. Of course. You really think it's happening? I don't think that it's happening, per se, but I think it's a good chance. When can he come back? Week nine or week eight? I don't know. It depends on when he's healthy. He's all over the place. I mean, he really is. He really should go back to the Rams. They need help. Alan Robinson Dude, you're telling me. Answer. No, God, no. And Cooper Cup is just getting like quadruple teams, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's – dude, it's literally all over the place. But honestly, I do want to say this. I, I was at the game – weird flex. I was also in Ireland, <laughs> if you didn't know. Um, but I think Kenny Pickett played surprisingly well. He did. He did. He, for a rookie – Yeah, he did. He, got, right, he st- got a lot of praise, too. Steelers organization. Don't understand why he did it. Let's put this dude into the fire against one of the best defenses in the league. Let's that's, throw him in. That's why they did it. You have I, to. I don't know, though. You have, I mean, dude, Trubisky's not the answer, and you drafted this kid. So let's push him. Let's test it. Let's but see how first, he does. First time against the Bills. 100%. You have to. That's the right move, without a doubt. I'm all for that. that. I'm all for that because you know what you got out of that? He, he had pocket presence. He had 
Um, he had quick recognition of defenses. He made the right decisions with the reads that he was making. His and he checkdowns threw some really good throw. throws. He made good throws. Like his to checkdowns. Pick, to, uh, um, Pickett. No, Pickett to who? George. Um, um, the hell's his last name? Pa. Yeah, the dude from Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, Parkins. Uh, Something like that. And then you also have Claypool. Fuck, the hell's his name? You had and Deontay Johnson. They have a good receiving core. They do. They do. And they're all super tall. They're all over 6'3". He made good decisions with the football, yeah. which is exactly what you want to do against a great defense. There was nothing wrong with him being in that game, in my opinion. I mean, he was just going to get rounced by Trubisky anyway, so what's the point? You might as well just test a new kid and see what you got. He was making good decisions with the ball. Next week, they play the Bucks. The Steelers? Yeah, if I was if I was Tomlin, I would throw Mitchie Biscuits back in against his old team. Maybe there's some spark there. What do you he mean knows, old team? He was on uh, the Bills last year. Mitchell Trubisky? Yeah, so he's playing the Bucs. No, I'm saying for this, for against us. There might have been some spark there to have Mitchell Trubisky oh, playing against maybe, us. maybe, yeah. He knows the defense. He's practiced a lot with them. Sure. Maybe there would be some spark there. And then let Kenny Pickett play against the Bucs, who's a lesser – I mean, they're still a decent defense, but let, let him play against them. But, again, I, I, it was shocking how good of a player he was. And he had some fire in him, too. I like that. He did. He did. Yeah. Tua Tonga-Vailo is basically dead. Now Teddy Bridgewater is dead, too. I know. They have no they're, they're a disaster. Now they're throwing out Skylar Thompson. Is that who the third is? God Skyler bless. Thompson, yeah. Uh, God bless. Rookie that they just drafted. Jesus. It's insane. Yeah. But then you got free and the, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, the hell's his name? The, the dude from the Patriots. Mac Jones? It, no, the third string, because Mac Jones was injured. Also, Brian Hoyer was injured, and they started. Um, the, how was his name? But he played pretty good too. They they Dude, won. There's so many injuries. It is. It's a crazy year. It it's is an absolutely crazy year. It is. It's all good though. We'll be fine. So we just gotta focus on the Jets, Kansas City, and Kansas City, but the Jets in our division. I you mean, you think we gotta focus on the Jets? You think they're our biggest over threat? Miami and Patriots? Yeah, absolutely. No. Zach Wilson's playing good. They got they got their two He's running backs busy. that are fine. He's too busy impregnating all the forty year olds. The Jets just blew out the Dolphins. We lost the Dolphins. Also, Teddy Bridgewater got injured on the first play, and they had the third-string QB the entire game. Understood. I'm not concerned about the Jets. Who do they have that you're worried about? Brees Hall, maybe? Yeah, Hall and Zach Wilson. They're playing good football right now. Zach Wilson's not playing good football. Okay. All right. What's his stat line yesterday? He, it wasn't that good. He had a decent game, for sure. Look it up. I am. What do we got? It's going to be fairly solid. The first thing that comes up is banging Mills. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love the internet. It's so fun. Um, what do you got? So yesterday, 14 for 21, 210, and zero touchdowns. He did not play well at all. what I'm saying, Mike. It'll be okay, Derek. 14. No, it'll be okay for you. You're the one vouching for this, dude. <laughs> we need to eat dinner. For we need to eat dinner. 210 and it's, zero touchdowns, zero is, interceptions. It is 8 p.m. We have to eat dinner. Right. Well, thank you, everybody, for <laughs> tuning in to today's debacle of an episode. 
Uh, I think we're at 45 minutes for you guys. I'm, I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. But we've been recording for literally two hours and 45 minutes at this point. <sighs> Hopefully you guys liked it. I mean, let us know in the comments down below what part of today's episode did you like. Do you like the Bills talk or do you prefer last week's talk where we talked about like seven different topics? So let us know. We appreciate every, every and all feedback that you ever bring us. Um, and yeah, go over to Queen City Creative Works, pick up some Buffalo Happy Hour merchandise. We also do have some sweaters available that you should post maybe tomorrow. Are they in the, the Are they in the cloud thing? Th- that picture, you know, I'll put it in the cloud tonight. Hello. Um, so Michael post about the sweaters. There's still some sweaters available. Maybe next time we do a commercial too, we reinvest it back into some merch. Uh, we'll, see. We'll, we'll, we'll judge. We, we need we need the brand out there. You know what I'm saying? The brand is out there. We need it. Thank you, everybody, for joining today's episode. Please remember to always drink responsibly. Be a person. Do not litter. We're out. about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.